welcome to another election show. Atul and I are back on the road and we are going to be covering the Karnataka Assembly election for the next 8 days. This is our first show from Bengaluru and before we get into all the exciting political action we have some very 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 interesting announcement for you. The news minute and the news laundry are coming together. We are forming an alliance which will be committed towards public interest journalism. So from now on you will see the two news organizations come together to do stories but not just that we'll also have a joint strategy for our growth. News Laundry and the News Minute have supported each other over the past few years. We share similar ethos and similar values and the coming together of these two forces will ensure and strengthen collaborative journalism because together we're stronger. Hame ummeed hai ki in dono sansthanon ka ye gathjod ye milav एक अच्छी पत्रकारिता एक अच्छी शुरुआत होगी और साथ में दोनों संस्थानों को मजबूत करेगी हमारी रचनात्मक क्षमता में बढ़ोतरी करेगी न्यूज़ लॉन्ड्री अपनी ऑडियो विजुअल मीडिया में लंबे अनुभव के लिए जाना जाता है न्यूज़ लॉन्ड्री मीडिया पर नज़र रखने के लिए जाना जाता है वहीं दूसरी तरफ द न्यूज़ मिनट है जो कि अपनी गहरी पड़ताल और ग्राउंड ज़मीनी रिपोर्ट के लिए जाना जाता है दक्षिण भारत के राजनीतिक और सामाजिक जो समीकरण है उस पर गहरी पकड़ के लिए जाना जाता है तो इन दोनों संस्थानों का जो ये मिलाव है एक अच्छी पत्रकारिता की नींव रखेगा और इसमें हमें उम्मीद आपसे है हमारे वो जो श्रोता हैं जो हमारे दर्शक हैं इन सब लोगों से मिलकर एक हम नई शुरुआत करने की कोशिश करेंगे इसमें हमें आपके समर्थन की ज़रूरत पड़ेगी क्योंकि एक साथ मिलकर ही हम सब मजबूत हो सकते हैं सक्षम हो सकते हैं This election season, you will have a lot of Delhi media come in. Give them tips and advice. Don't come. <laughs> <laughs> This term that has been coined, right, 40% Sarkara, has caught on. My Hindi is so good. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Karnataka has already had a caste census. According to that leak, the numbers of Lingayats and Vokalikas drastically had reduced. You are targeting a vendor who's making daily wages by selling something. Is that how you even fight a religious fight? Uh, I mean, if you if they had the guts we have some very very interesting and amazing announcement to make no oh, i'm so sorry immediately i thought you going to go to the yeah. long <laughs> <laughs> another election show ki shuruaat karte hain hum bangalore se hamara pehla show hai yes so just to brief our audience a little bit on the elections uh, the elections are going to be on may 10th and we're going to have results on may 13th there are about 223 seats right and the half pay mark is 113 now karnataka has seen three chief ministers over the uh, the last 10 year uh, sd kumar swami then uh, yedurappa and then bommai yes and uh, i think one of the most interesting things for us when we first landed here is that corruption is quite a big issue here and it's being raked up by congress in a very big way and i think this is possibly one of the very few state elections where the opposition is trying to corner the bjp on corruption corruption just to give our audience a little bit of context some important headlines on corruption that made news in karnataka 2021 uh, the karnataka state contractors associations write to prime minister modi alleging large scale corruption then uh, 2022 you have the associations Uh, representing at least 13000 schools in Karnataka writing to the prime minister again accusing the Mumbai government of corruption uh, you have the bharat jodo yatra that launches its campaign in Karnataka with this slogan or a campaign called paycm which is to say that uh, you have to you know give a cut whenever you want something done and then january 2023 the head of the Karnataka state contractors association specifically makes an accusation 
against Chitradurga BJP MLA. Dhania, what I want to know from you is how real is this an issue on the ground and how much of an impact is, is it going to make for the BJP? See, corruption is definitely a part of the conversation now. And what makes it very different, for example, we have had many uh, governments which have faced uh, accusations of corruption, right? Uh, but for example, when B.S. Yadurappa was made to resign, yeah. it came from the Lokayukta, which made the allegation that uh, there was illegal mining going on and there was quid pro quo. Whatever happened to that case? Now here, it is not the opposition, the Congress, which has been raising the allegation. It has come from third parties, which is the Contractors Association, hmm. the RUPSA, which is the Teachers Association. Then there is a PSI exam, which is for the sub-inspector exam. That is a huge controversy. That was the only one where the Congress actually brought forward uh, the entire thing. So when the associations, which have largely been apolitical, which have been working with no matter what government comes to power, because contractors have their own world right they work with every government they know how to pay the bribes when those yeah. guys come out and say that look the previous government we paid 10 to 20 percent now we have to pay 40 percent and that's not done hmm. that definitely is a hit for the bjp government because this is not an opposition-led allegation these are associations allergy who are making Pooja, when you travel on the ground how much of resonance do you see with this issue among regular folks there definitely is a lot of resonance because if you remember last time around in 2018 when Prime Minister Modi was in uh, Karnataka, he had coined the term 10% Sarkar and he was referring to the then Sidramaya-led government saying that they have to pay 10% for every project. Now the Contractor Association now took that one step forward and mind you they said that they were voters of BJP, they were supporters of BJP and they were forced to come out in the public and speak against the party they've been supporting. So that's a very serious allegation. And this coin, this term that has been coined, right, 40% Sarkara, has caught on. And I can see this in northern parts of Karnataka, in central, southern part of Karnataka, Bangalore. It's a big thing. So in that sense, I think there is a huge dent for the BJP's campaign against corruption. Because when Prime Minister Modi comes down here, he cannot any longer just keep accusing the Congress of being corrupt because people will ask, what about your own government here? In fact, I think, was it Siddharamaya's statement that said that uh, the Prime Minister is going to be doing around 20 rallies, yes. I think. So yes. I think it's he who said that he can do 20 rallies, but he can't remove corruption. Yeah, it was Absolutely. an interview to Pooja, he said yeah. that. But I'll just point out, there was this one instance when Amit Shah had come to uh, Karnataka and he spoke about corruption. He said that if you want a corruption-free government, vote for the BJP. Sometimes I feel like these speeches are written without any sink to the ground, right? Like your government is facing corruption charges day in and day out. The one thing you can do is avoid the topic completely. But to come and say that we will give you a corruption-free government. And two days later, uh, an MLA and his son are caught with crows in their house. Just two days later after the speech. Mm. Of course, that guy has not been given a seat again uh, to contest. That's the only damage control they could do. So what's been the BJP's damage control plan? Like have they gotten rid of some faces which have specifically been, you know, kind of... Yes, th this the whole new, you know, the... You know, but the Tipparedi uh, legislator, the Chitradurga legislator that you mentioned has been given a ticket again. Okay. Right. Uh, so I think that only even Moni Ratna, the bank Moni Ratna or, uh, has been given MLA. a ticket again. But there is one MLA, the Virupakshapa. Yeah. He did not get a ticket. He did not get a ticket also because uh, I don't know if he can even contest because he was arrested and the case is still on. So it's a bit of an issue. So is he still absconding or is he No, he was arrested. He, 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 he was arrested. He got bail. He got okay. bail. But the point is uh, damage control. What is the damage control? From the time uh, any allegation is made, uh, the Chief Minister will come, B.S. Yadurappa will come, everybody who matters will come and say, uh, there is nothing, no truth to this, but we will probe. There is no truth to this, but we will probe. 
in the case of a contractor called Santosh Patil who died by suicide, uh, the, he in fact wrote a letter apparently uh, which said that he holds one minister, Ishwarappa, responsible for his death because the money which he had uh, for a building a road was not released to him. There was a probe and Ishwarappa was given a clean chit. So every time there's an allegation, they will just say, we, there, is, there is no truth to it, but we'll probe. And the second thing that has been done is litigation. For example, there is a defamation case against the Contractors Association given by the BJP MLA. Uh, I think it's around 50 crores. They were also arrested. Wow. They got out on bail. But that is the intimidation, right? An 80-year-old president was arrested. Yes. He's 80 years old. Yeah. He was Contractors Association's president. Yeah, for a few hours, yes, yes he hmm. was arrested. But the point is, it is intimidation. You speak about corruption. First, they'll ask you, where is the proof? Now, half the time, there is no proof because you're handing over bribes in, in cash, right? Mm -hmm. So unless you are telling the Lokayakta to come and do a raid, where is the proof going to come from? Will this impact the BJP? We, we can't say in numbers, but definitely there is a conversation as far as corruption goes across Karnataka. People are talking about it mm -hmm. and that definitely has dented the BJP. There was yeah. another thing BJP tried. At the beginning, they said, uh, like Dhanya said, bring proof. Obviously, somebody is giving cash. Uh, you can't, there's no trail, right? Mm. Uh, when they realized that too many people are talking about it and they no longer can say, give us proof, they did try to dig out a few old scams, right? They tried this with Sidramaya. But, you know, it's a bit too late, right? And it looks like you're just, uh, uh, they also tried to counter this PCM, uh, you know, campaign. But it wasn't as catchy. What it, was the counter campaign? Uh, they said the pay Siddhu. And they had hmm. similar posters and all that. So it didn't catch on. Then it, they reverted back. One thing I wanted to that there are contractors who are government contracts, many projects, and they are making cuts from But this corruption goes to the common people, normal laymen. उनकी भी लाइफ किसी तरह से अफेक्ट हो रही है कि डे टू डे लाइफ में वो करप्शन से परेशान हैं उनको झेलना पड़ा क्योंकि अल्टीमेटली जो पॉलिटिकल इशू बनता है वो अगर लेमैन अफेक्ट के ऊपर उसकी डे टू डे लाइफ अफेक्ट हो रही है उससे तो इट शुड बिकम अ पॉलिटिकल इशू फॉर पॉलिटिकल अदरवाइज लार्ज स्केल पे कॉन्ट्रैक्टर्स गवर्नमेंट प्रोजेक्ट्स में करप्शन तो लोगों को पता है कि होता रहता है वो एक पॉलिटिकल कैंपेन एक नारा हो सकता है बट अगर नीचे तक वो नहीं जा रहा है और उससे आम लोग अफेक्ट नहीं हो रहे हैं तो बहुत ज्यादा लोगों को फर्क नहीं पड़ता ठीक है चलता होगा ऊपर कुछ मुझे ये नहीं पता कि लोग ऐसे समझते हैं कि वो भी अफेक्ट हो रहे हैं अगर आप बैंगलोर के एग्जांपल ले ले तो यहाँ पे इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर में प्रॉब्लम है आप रोड्स ले लो व्हाट एवर फ्लाईओवर्स ब्रिजेस जो भी कंस्ट्रक्ट होना है सब कुछ स्लोली हो रहा है तो डेफिनेटली एक से बैंगलोर की तरह एक सिटी वहाँ पे लोग इम्पैक्ट हो रहे इस करप्शन के वजह से बट इन डिस्ट्रिक्ट यस देर आर मैनी प्रोजेक्ट्स विच हैव बिन डिलेड uh, which is why in the towards the end they try to inaugurate some of these things right mm -hmm. so there is a definite delay as far as infrastructure projects are concerned but sometimes i think let's look at 2g scam for which the dmk had to pay a price right mm -hmm. it did not affect people right but it, it was just it so is much media reportage political campaign psi scam hua phir contractors association then rupsa then this whole Nandini Amul, hmm. and my Hindi is so good. So, uh, yeah, so basically, it's just been going on and on, right? So, Bhulli ki time hi nahi mila logo ko. Ek ke baad ek corruption charges ho raha hai. But 
finally, when all these rallies come together, and perhaps now I think the conversation is shifting to caste quite a bit, right? Yeah, mm. that's what we want yeah. to come yeah. to next. Yeah. yeah. But just to add one thing, आप अगर देखेंगे तो दो particular allegation जो contractors हैं, उन्होंने बोला था कि हम सही से काम नहीं कर पा रहे, क्योंकि हमको 40% अगर bribe में देना है, और हमारा जो cost है वो 30 to 40% है, हमारा कोई profit नहीं है, हाथ से हमको pay करना पड़ रहा है, इसीलिए Bangalore का infrastructure इतना खराब है. Second allegation was about the schools, because everybody is impacted with the high, you know, the fees that people have to. Can you just elaborate a bit on the school? So basically, after the contractors association did their press meet and it had become a huge controversy. The chief minister said, but there is no proof. Proof नहीं है. कहाँ है proof? So Rupsa was a little smarter. What they did is they recorded a conversation where one of the education officers, he's basically asking a cut for. Uh, for I think it was for the license renewal of the school. Okay. So what they said is that the cuts are being taken for two different things. One is for the art, uh, the kids who come under the uh, RTE. 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 Uh, the, the government has to give reimbursement, right? So if I have 30 children under RTE and the government has reimbursed their fees, they'll ask for a cut in that. And for any wow. renewal of school license. So what they, they were smarter than contractors associations because recorded. they played that uh, uh, clip. So I don't think there is any defamation case against them, if I'm not wrong. Mm. But that small connect, right, Manisha? Because, I mean, everybody has kids, most people have kids who go to school and you're paying the fees, right? If they could, I, I, if they could make the connect that you are having to pay uh, exorbitant fees because, you know, the school has to pay bribes and they will obviously pass it on to you. Maybe it would have had a larger resonance. But I, I think, think the Congress did not, did not pursue it well. enough. Initially, yeah. they did with the pay CM campaign, yeah. etc. Yeah. But I feel they lost steam somewhere. They, kind of didn't they moved on quickly to the next one. Also because there were so many coming out, I think they just kept moving <laughs> but on. But like one just quick question, like, like what Atul was saying, uh, for the common man in the sense that sometimes like in like West Bengal when we were traveling, people would say that to get state schemes, we have to pay. So housing or, you know, infrastructure, basically stuff that is, you know, allocated for the people. Are you hearing those kind of complaints also that to get the house done or to get a toilet made? That, that not, hasn't no, come out yet. No, no. Yet. Okay. So, actually, Atul and I were discussing this this morning because the headlines today had Rahul Gandhi front page very clearly saying that if we come to power, we will do a caste census. Caste census. Now, this is an issue, of course, we've heard in UP, Bihar, uh, but it seems to be something that the opposition is really picking on in Karnataka too. So, uh, one is, I want to ask Dhania, Karnataka has already had a caste census. What's happened to that? Did it ever come out? And uh, how much of this is exciting the voters? This idea of if you know getting a caste census done? No, there's definitely a section of voters who are very keyed, clued into you know what is a caste census and uh, is it going to come because it is going to impact them, right? The reservation numbers. I personally think that the Congress hanging on to this may not work very positively on their behalf because people are also aware that when Siddharamaya was chief minister. He had sanctioned a caste census and it was not published. Mm. So the question everybody is going to ask is, you are asking the union government for the caste census, what happened to your own? Now that caste census, uh, we, in fact, I asked DK Shivakumar, she asked Siddharamaya during our interviews recently. Both said the moment we come to power, we'll publish it. But as far as we know, the report was ready, but it was not published because of pressure from all uh, communities. I mean, those within the, the Congress. Yes, within, within the, Congress, the Congress, because they did not want their numbers to be out there. Wow. I mean, that's an all-India phenomenon, right? Like, many of the OBC leaders do not want their numbers out. Uh, here, I mean, Pooja can explain that better. So, you know, for the longest time, and I'm sure you've all heard and we're tired of repeating this, that 17% of our voters are Lingayats and 11% voters are Vokalikas, right? These are very 
dominant uh, communities, numerically and otherwise, politically as well. Now, from what we understand, there was a leak, okay? This was in 2018, just before the government changed. And according to that leak, the numbers of Lingayats and Vokaligas drastically had reduced, according to the survey. Right. Okay. Uh, if that comes out, then the careers of many politicians who <laughs> claim to represent these communities will just be over in a minute. And it will impact right? reservation. It will impact mm. reservation. Also, uh, you know, many people on the ground are now saying, if this does come out, that means that we'll get more jobs, more, more of our youth will get better education. So there is resonance, but it's about communicating it, saying that this is how it will impact you, so you have to demand for it. I think. But see, there are the groups issue. which want the caste census to come out mm. too. So and they which would, is the most vocal of them? Which, uh, which would be, I mean, those are the groups which will be supporting this demand for the caste census. I mean, if they believe that Siddharamaya was under some sort of pressure to not release it and he's making the promise that I will publish it yeah. this time perhaps it will resonate with certain groups hmm. Hmm. but Congress party uh, is trying very hard ki uh Social justice, kisi se uska main election Siddharamiya, I think, promised for 75% reservation. Do you think is it 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 it, it have it has any impact on uh, electoral result? Seventy-five percent. people buying it? Buying or it. Do people well, get the? Well, he just said this very recently. In fact, it huh. was first on a tweet or something on social media that he put Three it out. Three days. So central yeah. leadership also is uh, again and again saying this. Rahul Gandhi said that we will remove the reservation, remove the reservation cap. He has been saying. Now Siddharamiya says. But people are asking what they were doing. Matlab 50, 60 years after, the Mandal judge, after the Mandal judgment, you did have time. I mean, Tamil Nadu is an example for mm -hmm. you where there is 69% reservation, yeah. which has gone through the courts also. I mean, in the Maratha case, they did not get that uh, sanction, right? Yeah. So maybe Karnataka is planning something in the, in the likes of what Tamil Nadu did. But after all, that question still lingers, right? You were in power. Hmm. Uh, now, I don't want to continue. I mean, I think it's also unfair on us to keep asking a Rahul Gandhi, but your the Congress in the last 50 years didn't do, your grandmother didn't do, your father didn't do. Maybe he has new politics. Okay, that's fine. But these are genuine questions which, right. uh, which will come, right? Hmm. So, I, I think the last minute maneuvering that the BJP did of removing the 4% quota for Muslims Muslim, and sort yeah. of rearranging the quota, the Congress has no other option but to Counter push, further, push further. Which is the reason why they're saying, let's remove the reservation cap. 75% was a surprising number considering Tamil Nadu has uh, done 69, which is the highest. Maybe Siddharamaya knows the exact number of the survey. I asked him yes. that. He claimed no. He I asked he him know. that. He <laughs> said, I have seen, seen the report. He said, I have not seen the report. Assume so. I am not ah, going to comment on just... whether I believe it or not, but <laughs> he says he's not seen it. Right. So, this is a big part of BJP politics, communal politics. They have Muslim quota 4% and then the powerful communities have divided them into the Vokaliga and Lingayats. So, do you think that Muslim politics and the corruption या फिर ये कास्ट सेंसस का इशू है इसको काउंटर करने के लिए हम एक एक पूरा प्रोजेक्ट लगातार कर्नाटक में देख रहे हैं जो कि कम्युनल लाइन पे जो चल रहा है अमित शाह ने 4% पहले वो सरकार ने हटाया इसके बाद अमित शाह का वो बहुत फेमस स्टेटमेंट है कल बिल राइट्स अगर यहां पर कांग्रेस आप लाइए और राइट्स होंगे उसका हालांकि उस पे मीम्स भी बहुत सारे बन रहे हैं कि राइट तो हम ही करेंगे अगर नहीं पावर में रहेंगे तो it's kind of laboratory type ki yahan par hijab bhi chal raha hai yahan par love jihad ka bhi angle bahut sara hai yahan par 
इसके अलावा अब रिजर्वेशन मुस्लिम रिजर्वेशन का इशू बन गया है डू थिंक कि ये एक बार फिर से किसी भी तरह से बीजेपी का जो के चांसेस हैं उसको फिर से काउंटर पोलराइजेशन या पोलराइजेशन कर पाएगा ओवरऑल लार्जर हिंदू उसमें उन्होंने बोला की ये जो चार परसेंट रिजर्वेशन जो हटाया गया है यहाँ पे मुस्लिम्स के लिए वो तेलंगाना में भी करेंगे सो यस इट इज अ लेबोरेटरी देयर इज एब्सोल्युटली नो डाउट अबाउट इट एंड आई डोंट थिंक एनीबॉडी सरप्राइज्ड और शॉक्ड बाय दिस लास्ट मिनट 4% रिजर्वेशन रिमूवल बिकॉज़ द लास्ट 3 4 इयर्स वी हैव सीन कंसिस्टेंटली दैट दे आर नॉट इवन दे आर नॉट इवन हाइडिंग द फैक्ट दैट दे वांट टू ऑस्ट्रेसाइज द मुस्लिम कम्युनिटी वी हैव सीन दैट इन यू नो मैदानस लाइक द ईदगाह मैदान हियर आर बीइंग टेकन ओवर Uh, we have seen that in the hijab uh, controversy fruit seller halal and you know uh, muslim sellers not being allowed uh, near temple fairs in every controversy we have seen that they are not even secretive about it anymore mm. so uh, not at all surprising right what has been done but i feel yes this will be for example this spit halal which i think started mm. in up or somewhere it thook jihad thook jihad <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, in which uh, prime time show prime has been done on this yeah. on news 18 why do you watch mm. prime time shows First thing. occupational hazard. Very. For her. I, I always think, what <laughs> what does Manish? Why does Manish do? This news do you do for roti. mental peace? <laughs> this news launch is rosy rosy. Anyways, uh, I have all my sympathies. But uh, the point is, some of the stuff which started there are being uh, copied here, and I think some which have started here will be done in Telangana or Andhra Pradesh or Kerala. Nationwide as well, right? Yeah, the so, uh, revision of the textbooks. Uh, we saw that happen in Karnataka over a year ago, right? Where Uh, not just Tipu. We in fact did a detailed article on how uh, you know lessons written by Dalit writers, Muslim writers have been dropped, and even uh, you know Kannadiga uh, heroes have been dropped. Uh, instead, we have lessons on people like Savarkar and Golwalkar, and then talking about uh, um, you know unscientific things also, right? About how uh, you know what is that? Uh, the uh, test tube babies uh, were first experimented. Egg is not healthy. Egg is not healthy. No, but the point Vedas, is the pushback in Karnataka. Was, was severe. severe when the textbooks were revised new uh, all newspapers were writing about it tv channels i don't know i don't watch uh, tv channels much uh, but newspapers were writing we were writing people were discussing all intellectuals uh, from the left Not from left, political yeah. from kannada kannada groups they all came together so the pushback was severe in karnataka which is why they had to Uh, uh they had to actually go back some to back, some of the some old text parts not every old back yeah but we don't see that push back in many other things bjp raking up communalism you see that balancing out corruption and uh, caste no. census no no i, I think it'll so. have an impact in dulling those voices out i think honestly uh, communal projects have two purposes one is to serve as a distraction right and to keep people busy to is to you know try this elsewhere so the hardcore vote bank uh, that they want to get through these projects they already have in their kitty right they don't it's, need to convince they them they don't need to convince them they've shown them that we can do this uh, it's also i think to create employment uh, for a lot of these right wing groups because uh, in the last 3 years at least 30 new small small groups have started 
right? Wow. And we cannot keep track of the new ones, right? So know, many names. These are like splitting from yeah, Ramsey. Yeah, so there are three someone. leaders and this guy thinks I should lead this uh, group and he's not being allowed to. He comes out tweaks the name and starts. There was Edgar Maidan yeah. controversy here. Yeah. We were trying to figure out who is in the who forefront and realized there are like five, six different groups. Yeah. How many and people one are guy is in group, three different people. groups. So I had to ask him, how do I designate you? You're part of which group now? You're part of all three groups. So he said, for so this, no, I, am I, don't agree. Be, uh, I don't agree that it's just a distraction. I feel there is a purpose to it that uh, there is a vision to doing this slowly, 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 slowly because, you know, uh, the threshold of what uh, a secular person it, yeah. uh, will take, right? Mm. That just increases. We're like, okay, little bit is fine. This much is not. So I think it's an experiment. Keep pushing on. the boundaries yeah. on yeah. what. And that's exactly what they're doing. Keep trying how much you can. Imagine the textbook stories. Like the other day, I was looking at a story by Al Jazeera about a, a change in the textbook. And I, Darwin. The, yeah, the that Charles Darwin. Darwin has been removed from textbooks. Mm. Mm. And I was wondering, almost every week now we have a textbook change story from some state or the other, or from NCRT, and. We also have stopped reacting to it, right? So if you accumulate all these stories, Saturated. how much have these textbooks actually changed? We don't really know. So I think everything is done slowly, slowly, slowly. And then... And you know, I just want to add another thing about Dhaniya. This is the fringe elements. This is the structure of the whole structure. This is a doctrine. After uh, Gandhi's murder, uh, RSS was banned. And at that time, Golwalkar invented this uh, uh, doctrine that we are apolitical, we will have Anushangik Sangat in Hindi, I don't know, but we have associates with them. We have BHP, Bajrang Dal, ABVP. These are Anushangik Sangat, but they are not directly related. We cannot establish any kind of uh, relation with them, because they are not going to be able to do it. They all support to the Parivar RSS. Tinka's vision is to implement it. But it's problematic too. There are some places where these hardcore groups are now standing against the BJP in elections. They feel like BJP is very soft in Hindutva. Even Pramod Mathale standing against the BJP. Even in North, who did this Sansad, Dharam Sansad, Narsimha, Nandi Saraswati. He also feels like BJP is not doing anything. We have to do it. We have to do it. No, but there's definitely a connection, right? Like the Indian Express had a story recently about how hate speech cases have been dropped. Now, if you go through the list, there's a Hindu Jagran Avedike person. There are right-wing groups who protested outside a family's house in Mandya where a Hindu woman had married a Muslim man. They are not BJP carders. But all right-wing groups have been, their speeches, their cases have been taken back, right? So they are all, uh, they all work uh, to complement each other. Huh. For example, when the Muslim traders were not allowed in temple fairs, on the ground there are these unrelated Hindu groups coming together. But in the assembly, the BJP will give power to that whole structure that, look, these people cannot come to these temple fairs. So I think they're a very well oil anti-conversion bill, right? So, you know, before the draft of the anti-conversion bill was prepared by the Bomai government, there was a delegation led by a former Bajrang Dal, very senior leader here in Karnataka. And he said that we've all come together, we've prepared a draft and we're presenting that to the chief minister. And he happened to share that with us and he wrote an article on that. I think Pooja read a very nice article then because she had predicted, I think at least one and a half years before that this is going to come hmm. since the church attack started. So there were so a lot of small, you know? not church attacks, the pastors were attacked, these pray, pray, halls, uh, pray halls were, uh, were attacked. Yeah. And suddenly see it stopped. 
after the anti conversion bill comes yeah. you don't hear of any so such prepare the ground and so they built yes. a narrative around it right. they also prepared a draft and they gave it to the chief minister so first yeah. kind of pressure some, group but it's yeah. kind of no, wide disturbing there are people who make the the draft bill then the government no, the, the government bill. what they introduced in the uh, assembly what they tabled in the assembly was so similar to what these guys had, had shared with us so clearly they've kind of used that as a basis but that is the thing with communism once see you cannot control yeah. this beast yeah. once you when he strikes you want to keep riding the tiger but you cannot control it and so i guess at times they align at times they you know part ways at times they're enemies at times they you know work together but i just want to ask one uh, question to pooja because you've traveled a lot in that area coastal karnataka you've reported a lot on hijab uh, especially during the hijab ban now i want to understand a little bit about the pulse of the people there now uh, of course there are these fringe groups what i want to understand from you i guess is that do we hear of them and do we see them all the time in the news because they are just the loudest but they're not the majority that's not what a majority of people living there feel or support you know such politics or is it very much part of culture no, of how part people of believe discourse. in uh, you think in, so? in coastal karnataka at least and for me uh, you know i was uh, going to college and what is the reason if you can explain like why yeah. is this particular belt historical so i'll just take the hijab uh, example right and i traveled uh, to three districts and uh, my colleague was traveling uh, uh, udupi through udupi and uh, dakshin kannada for me what was disturbing is uh, I mean, ABVP speaking the language of BJP Bajrang Dal is not that surprising. I mean, they have identified themselves politically, right? But you know, supposed apolitical students using the same kind of language as these groups, saying that uh, so the narrative they were pushing is that the Hindu uh, students are being disadvantaged, and they had said. you know if you're not allowed to wear a saffron shawl if you're not allowed to let's say uh, wear bindi or some other sign of uh, religion why should they be allowed and that victimhood narrative had caught on and there were a lot of whatsapp forwards at that point of time but is that, was that the truth that hindus weren't allowed to wear bindi no that's not completely true some uh, that's also a bit unequal in that sense no like that's either not don't have true. a uniform or have a uniform that's not true uh they were allowed to wear bindi but you know so nobody before that really wore saffron shawls to school suddenly they said i want to wear a saffron shawl it's identity, not something right? they ever did before now they're pushing the boundary provoking the management and when they say no you can't do this then they'll say oh if she can do that why can't i do this and then they started no, saying no but she was asking like, why is coastal karnataka different um so coastal karnataka has had a culture of very very uh, influential uh, leaders from muslim and christian community and that has been used to polarize hindu youth saying that oh they have power they have money look at them they are taking what is ours mm. that has i think it's an economic thing that has turned into a religious so even with the whole fruit seller controversy the hindu jagran vedika i was reading the statement where they basically said that hindus are growing fruit they are doing the hard labor of you know doing the agricultural bit and muslims as middlemen are buying fruit and exploiting them and making money by being so again that economic angle that we do the labor but they are reaping the but it is not know. just fruit but sellers right true? anyone anyone any muslim vendor was not allowed even though they were selling bangles they were selling abito abito yahan par pura wo campaign hai na ki bhai inko economic boycott hona ab usme koi is there any truth to this in the sense of businesses being controlled i mean no. like you said but fruit no. vendor is not yeah, a business exactly. right exactly I mean, that's like the bottom it's yeah. the bottom of yeah. what you call the pyramid right. so, so it's completely yeah i mean it is not as if some exactly i mean nobody's job is being taken away he's trying to you know earn a livelihood nobody stops a hindu from coming yeah. and putting up another stall 
right? I mean, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I mean, that anyway doesn't matter. Even if they have a business or they don't have a and business, and who are they you have targeting? Right? You are targeting a vendor who's making daily wages by selling something. Is that how you even fight a religious fight? Uh, I mean, yeah. if you, if they had the guts, if there's a mafia, they, yeah. for example. Uh, no, I mean, uh, look at how they position the Atik Ahmed story, right? Or even you take on a, I don't want to give ideas, but big Muslim <laughs> industrialist. What, That's what, what I, I guess I'm trying to get yeah. to that. That this is completely just fictitious. There's no hmm. on ground. And any it's sort illegal, of, right? It's unconstitutional. Of course, I mean, Nothing that, else. There it's illegal. It's unconstitutional, and to play on this victimhood continuously to deprive the people of their daily wages is just abominable. There was right. one video that came out, and it was really heartbreaking. Of the watermelons. Yes. yes. And I, I had spoken to that guy, and he'd been doing that for 30 years outside that very temple. 30 even the, years. Uh, even the guy here, the which we had covered ice cream or. Uh, yes. Yes, his cart was taken his away. His cart was yeah. taken away. I don't even, I think for the next two or three months, his cart was not mm. given back. And he was too scared to even tell us that because he said, if you guys put it out, then the police will never give it. Because someone said he has fat. It was not and ice cream. And do you see a popular support? Cotton, cotton candy, candy yes. When yeah. you're reporting these stories, do you see a popular support for such kind of things? Or apathy? Or... So I realized that Thuk Jihad has yeah. had some kind of Impact. resonance. That is not only in Karnataka, even in Kerala, there was a lot of discussion about it. But see, there is one percent of, uh, not one percent, one section of po population which are gullible, which will believe it. One section which is already communal, which will anyway believe it. So the whole point and one is, section that doesn't care. Yeah, that, doesn't, that will not believe see, it. See, they right? may believe yeah. it, but my point is, will they next time not go to a Muslim fruit vendor? I don't think so. But there are a lot of people they who believe, do that. Yeah. There are a lot of people who do that. They but search I'm, I'm, out and they I don't go. I hope that section is small still. Yeah. The economic uh, boycott is very much real. Yeah. There is absolutely no doubt about it. My God, that is terrifying too. Yeah. And that is not something that we hear about a lot in the national media. Of course, we hear of sporadic events. But as what is really happening but in the terms national of TV media back. doesn't cover anything. So therefore, we should not be talking about them. Okay. Atik Ahmed is in any way affecting this election? Is the issue? Or is this... I heard that somewhere ki people are well, yogi talking about yogi. So, yogi so mm -hmm. North Karnataka gayi thi. Mm -hmm. pe maine dekha log yogi uh, Mandya mein the us time pe. To unka speech dekh rahe the TV pe, bahut dyan se sun rahe the. To maine pucha unse ki aap pasand karte hai kya? Mm -hmm. Logon ka mana hai ki wo jo UP mein jo shootout hua, um, extrajudicial murder hua, um, waise hi yaha pe bhi karenge. To एक कंट्रोल रहेगा सोसाइटी में देर इज अ सेक्शन ऑफ दैट इज आई थिंक रेगुलर मेंटालिटी इवन इन तेलंगाना वी सॉ राइट व्हेन द व्हेन द अलेज रेपिस वर शॉट देयर एवरीबॉडी वाज लाइक वाह रिचॉइसिंग दे वर एग्जैक्टली सो दैट इज आई थिंक इन जनरल इंडिया दैट्स इंस्टेंट जस्टिस इंस्टेंट जस्टिस आल्सो व्हाट व्हाट Right, so uh, we're going to wrap this show up, but before we wrap it up, I think there's one very important investigation that our viewers should hear about, uh, what the News Minute uh, did this week. Mm -hmm. Early this week, you guys came out with a report which basically showed us how vulnerable our data is. Uh, do you want to tell our viewers a little bit about that investigation and what it says about the integrity of electoral data? So we started the whole investigation into data and how data is being used from November last year, I mean, from September onwards. We've done two big stories. One is uh, one is an organization called Chilume, which had contracts by the government to actually go do service. But they went beyond what the government uh, uh, 
uh, order was they gave badges saying booth level officers to their people hmm. so they would come to your house and say i'm a booth level officer so you would think government officer i have to give information right they were not collecting just age name etc they were asking for voting preference which party do you vote for what caste you belong to and they were putting it on a private app wow so and posted this on was, a foreign server uh, posted on a foreign server and we found at least one bjp mla who has bought this for i think 18 or 20 lakhs at that time and connections with other bjp mlas but i'm not saying just the bjp i think a lot of parties were buying this information so uh, when we did the story they were shut down then now another company has come which is selling uh, see in their server we can only it's called voter data management we can see only 6 to 7 columns but they have columns hidden so if we 25000 rupees you get everything like danya is the voter you get who else votes in our house you get the phone number everything so it Age is targeted uh, reach out right but that's not the only danger what officials in the election commission told us is that they believe that there could be upi transfer of bribes oh my so, god directly to voters yes i mean why not i mean we have seen uh, in in states like tamil nadu that's really digital india yes yeah so they are looking at it i don't know if they ever bring it corruption. bring it out but they fear that this information dissemination this collection of information is not merely to give politicians this that they can send manifestos it is so that there is targeted bribing of voters my god that is that's huge if that's happening no and i uh, some, you know uh, i'm also surprised by how uh, the other media tries to play it down like you know this whole tendency of if one person does a story the other person has to oh, play it down but this is a problem which is going to impact all of us our democracy right our voting rights if people are going to be bribed by up uh, by upi transfers or if somebody is going to know my voting preference and be, and based on that i'll get 1000 rupees extra to ensure that i go vote and the election commission knows of this. this is the election commission telling you this that they fear that there could be upi transfers yes in fact the election commission is the complainant in the second case hmm. so hopefully so it's a huge story that yes. everyone should pick up of course you know? and i hope the investigation find something i don't know but this is just one company right we don't know how many are there we don't know in which all states they're already functioning so you can read that report on the newsminute.com uh, we are also going to have a bunch of ground reports coming your way soon we have a reporter sumeda who's traveling and she's going to be filing her first report from bomai's constituency so you can catch that atul and i will try and get you some interviews some fun from rallies some ground reports too and before we let you guys go we have to ask you uh, this election season you will have a lot of delhi media come in and every like every election you have a lot of delhi media come in so mm. give them tips and advice don't come <laughs> <laughs> don't okay, do not do not say kannad do not say karnatak natak in karnataka band natakan that in is india today's natakan in karnataka i've seen it for and there is natakan all the time and there's no new headline it's just yes. natakan in karnataka be a little more i think we also put it yeah. initially because we had this tv hangover all of us came and then TV, we and said, we're like stop it stop yeah. it do not say natakan in karnataka so it's kannada it's karnataka yeah there is any use it <laughs> <laughs> great thank you so much guys that's it from our very first election show i hope you enjoyed it we're going to get you a lot more stuff so stay tuned Keep watching another election show. Sab dekh liya. Ab ye dekhiye. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/slash-subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. 
Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world.